Hello. My name is John Amortado, and this is the Gunpowder Pot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And I welcome Bentley Meadows, aka Bentley Craig. So, buddy. Not a whole lot. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you here. Oh, man. Today has been a stressful, stress filled day. But thankfully, it's starting to wind down. Sad. I don't like saying that about a day, right? You almost kind of want to make every day a good day, you know? But sometimes the day has a different idea for you. So any hizzle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I look at things and I, I wonder, wow, did that person wake up knowing they were going to crash their car today? Right. Come <laughs> <laughs> You know, like somebody's day could just be going so good or so normal, you know, kind of in the middle of the road. And then, yeah, like you said, all of a sudden somebody pulls out, man, bingo, bango, your day just got a lot worse. Right. But so, dude, I've got a lot to talk about. What about you? Oh, I've got things. Do you have things that come to the forefront right away that you'd like to uh, touch on before we get into the stuff that I'd like to talk with you about? Well, how about this? It was just one of those mornings, and I just happened to catch the guy that had uh, doxxed the truck drivers up in Canada. The creep? The freaky dude? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Something about that guy and how proud he was. I just was like, okay. Oh, here we are. That guy is, uh, that guy's got some issues. I wish I knew his name. Wait a minute. No, 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 I do. That was actually somebody else wanting to talk about. Aubrey Kurt, Kurt Tanner, Kurtainer, Kurtner. Right. Yeah. That's you, that guy. Yeah. That's hilarious. That was one of the things I was going to talk about. Um, yeah, that guy is a freak. Uh, he's going nuts. I, you know, there's some people that just can't really handle. And I mean, I, I might be one of these people, but they can't handle a lot of attention, although they want it. And I think he's one of them. Um, but I mean, did did anybody like certify that he was? The person that uh, that doxed um, all the people who had something to do because he doxed what was it? Give Gibson go right, right. And um, yeah, I believe his name is Aubrey Kurtner or Kurt Tanner, and uh, he claims that he he looks like he's about my age. He's in like his mid to late thirties. And uh, he claims to have been uh, an anon, so an anonymous member. One of the, and I think he said one of the original anons, which doesn't make me very happy because the original anons were more so like, um, oh, what's it called, anarchist, but like the cool kind, like the good kind, the um, anar- anar- what they call now anarcho-capitalists, 
and um, kind of like a Michael Malice, only more so in terms of like writing code. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like activist type people. And, yeah. and then also a lot were libertarian, you know. Um, so for this twat to come out and pretend to have been anonymous, it, it kind of bothers me a little bit. But I know that there were some that uh, anonymous members that were a little bit more left leaning. Um, but anonymous overall, I've always supported anonymous and what they, what they intended to do. Um, they'd always been a, a, a online presence for what I would assume is more so good than anything, uh, uh, human liberties and individualistic liberties. So, but yeah, that shithead, what do you mean? What did you mean by you caught him? Like you finally watched a video of right. him? Well, yeah, just sitting there looking at him and it was just like, okay, this is the people that we're dealing with. Yeah. I mean, really, it just looked like he could have been, you know, I'm sure his nighttime job is drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he seemed <laughs> uh, an assortment of weird. Um yeah, he had he had like didn't he have multicolored hair from what I can remember from the video I saw? And yeah, um, no no doubt his dad had had sex with a parrot. <laughs> he he uh, he he looked he seemed a little off his rocker, but I mean again, like I said, a lot of people um, have a hard time. Like they they want attention, but when they there's like a certain level that you know subconsciously they want, and once you get over that. So we're talking probably hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, then it becomes too much and they don't quite know how to deal with it, especially if they're in the midst of having. And this is what bothers me about him saying that he was part of anonymous. The people in Canada, the truckers in Canada were not bad people. They were they were standing up against a, a tyrannical government, which I was wanting to talk about. Um and so for this cocksucker to come out and dox uh, not only the the truckers that were out there, but also the people who had donated to Gibson Go. What a fucking lowlife bootlicker, you know? Yeah, he's definitely a suck. Yeah. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I did want to talk about the trucker convoy as a whole. I haven't really paid attention today or yesterday as to what was going on, but I mean, I, I have, but I have, um, I'll, I'll say I have, but not in detail. Uh, from what I understand is that Justin Trudeau essentially enacted martial law, or at least the Canadian version version of martial law. Um, do they, they still call it martial law up there. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what they call it. Well, they call well, it, we're, we're just doing you a favor. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called. That's the bill. This is the bill where we're doing you a favor, man. Yeah, fucking favor of throwing these people in jail. We're, we're uh, going to tow that truck for you that, rather than burn it. <laughs> It'd be funny. It'd be even funnier if it wasn't so damn true. Uh, no, I heard, um, or I saw, I'm sorry, uh, an article um, where the police chief or whatever the fuck he is um, stated that even if you leave, they're still going to come after you. You know what I mean? So, okay, you went out here, you showed yourself what, you know, you're, you're standing up for something, but 
and we're going to tell you to leave. But even if you leave, we're still going to, we're still going to go after you. Like these fucking tyrants can't get enough of, of the power that they felt in any of this. Um, true, truly tyrannical. Um, tyrannical. Yeah. From what I understand, Justin Trudeau enacted martial law. And um, I guess they, they uh, moved all the convoys. Is that, did you see that anywhere? I mean, like I said, I'm just, I'm just catching up to, to I have the last few days. watched the, uh, the uh, unmarked tow trucks show up and tow off a few. And uh, there was no like commentary or anything like that. It was just truck sounds going by and that kind of thing. There wasn't anybody talking. And then in the background, there weren't people raising hell, but that was kind of their thing. They weren't going to do anything. They were going to be peaceful. Right. But I like to call the uh, that leader of Canada, Untrudel Castro. That's what I've been calling him. Untrudel Castro. And that's a good, great name. And I think pretty spot on that dude looks uh remarkably like like a relative daddy of, uh, yeah i almost said Cousteau of um castro yeah like he if was, he was the he actual was. son of castro that's exactly what he would look like i i feel like i saw something saying that that he was the son of castro maybe like two years ago and it was like yeah maybe you know i never really gave too much more thought to it but lately, man, there's a lot of people hitting hard at that idea. And uh, I don't think they're far off. I think well, they may. Go ahead. His, his mama was a player. Yeah, yeah. She did that. She did a thing with Mick Jagger. So, I mean, he could be Mick Jagger's kid, but mm, no. He's such a low life. I will, I will say this uh, boldly is that um, I think he. Uh, if somebody deserves to perish, he would be one of those people for certain. Um, the things that he's doing with that country, um, the thing that he's doing to those people as a quote unquote leader, um, I would, I would sleep better if I ever found out that, um, he had passed away in his sleep or a lightning bolt hit him. And go, yeah, that's that's pretty deserved. Um, that guy is a, uh, and it, the the saddest part of it is that usually throughout history, like tyrants, tended to be, I don't know, have some kind of intelligence. You know what I mean? Like they had a uh, a bold plan to take over wherever, and they got there by by their their skill <laughs> and their their intellect that piece of shit got there with i don't know i guess his his looks he was like uh I, I heard he was a boxer i feel like i may have seen a video or two of him uh boxing <laughs> i don't think he was excellent but um i don't see anywhere where he really got there on his his intellect and his prowess i uh he seemingly has always been pretty fucking stupid as far as i'm concerned well, the story goes that Chandler from Friends 
Him and Untrudel Castro went to school together in elementary school. Oh, you're serious? They serious. Really yeah, and uh, Chandler beat him up. No way. Get out of town. Yeah, straight up. Maybe <laughs> maybe him and a couple of his buddies, they, they beat him up when they were kids. And, <laughs> and Untrudel Castro called him out like a few years ago going, hey, man, you want to know the route? And Chandler's like, nah. No, dude, you got a whole army behind you now. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> if, if true, that is hilarious. Um, oh, I'm, I would. Uh, I'm. 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 Ninety-eight percent in on that one. Yeah, you know that's good. Um, a couple of the terrible things that he's done uh, throughout this. Well, one, he's he. Um, it's a lockdown Canada pretty tight. Uh, made it. Did he have a mandate for vaccines? Like everyone had to get it. I mean, pretty I know that much. that's kind of in in part what the truckers were protesting is they didn't um, it, they didn't want there to be a, a national mandate for uh, the COVID vaccine. When yeah, in fact, I've heard passport. numbers. As, yeah, I've heard numbers as high as ninety percent of Canadians were, or I'm sorry, were vaccinated, uh, which is sad. But, you know, that kind of goes to to their defense is that they were doing this, having given into the idea that the vaccination um, was some sort of a good thing, but that if you didn't want to get it, you shouldn't have to. So, you know, that goes on their side. Um when this all started, uh, soon after it started, they had a GoFundMe that went up, I believe, over ten million um, in in um, charity that was given, and Canada stole or attempted to steal that money. Uh, GoFundMe stopped it, uh, and they were going to straight up steal it until it, it got found out what they did. And then they were going to give it to some other charity. And then when they still were getting backlash for it, they finally, um, last I heard, they uh, they were going to give refunds to everybody that had donated. Um, <laughs> and put them in jail. Yeah, and then put them in jail. Um, so secondly, they came up with another company called Give, Send, Go, which is a Christian-backed um, uh, platform. And uh, I'm not here. What? <laughs> no, go ahead. I was just making a bringing noise that sound comment. Oh yeah, that was the. Uh, I got a notification. <laughs> I'm like, I'm um, not here. <laughs> so then, with Gibson Go, that's where the hacker came in, psychopath Aubrey Kurtner, um, who doxed all the people that I, I don't know if he doxed everyone, but he doxed quite a few people who both were going were part of the truckers, but also that donated to the truckers. Um, another thing that Trudeau did was that he had his police. Well, uh, let me back up. He had a guy go out with a, was it, I believe it was the Confederate flag from what I saw. And then he had his personal photographer go out and take a snap a picture of it so that he could claim that the truckers were racist. And then I also heard that there was a guy out there with the Nazi flag and the same photographer, for, I believe, had snapped a picture of that. 
and everybody called it out for what it was. Now I'm from the South. I know what the rebel flag stands for. I'm sure you're, you know what it's for too. It is, I understand the implications that racists um, promoted the flag, but that's not what the flag has ever uh, stood for where I'm from. We had always understood it as the rebel flag. We were, they rebelled. We rebelled against Northern aggression against the South. It was an um, outlaw. Right. And the, a lot of people think that slavery um, was what started the, the civil war. It wasn't, it was the North's aggression against the South and the South rebelling against it. Hence, um, later developing uh, the Confederate flag as the rebel flag. So anyway, um, moving on. Uh, Trudeau ended up having his police go out and uh, confiscate all of the gas cans from the truckers. Um, oh, this is terrible. So they, uh, they did that because the trucks needed fuel to continue to run. Um, and then people were going to bring gas cans. Some of those people were arrested. Uh, and then what happened, like the next day after that initially started is that people all over Ottawa started walking around with empty gas cans, which was a great idea. Um, I saw that. Yeah, that was phenomenal. I mean, the, the, the reactions to what the Ottawa police were doing by the truckers was phenomenal every step of the way. So what was happening in um, Ottawa was that all these truckers were honking their horns. And a couple of things happened from it. Facebook, the fucking fascist bullshit they uh they in fact ended up banning somebody for just typing the word honk that was a story that went around for a while um and a man in it and this is what really a, a lot of people in um in the western world when they saw this video were sickened by the ottawa police but um some old man he was like 80 year old 75 to 80 year old man honked his car um near the convoy and he was arrested by the police for honking which yeah. is just I, I watched wow. that video yeah. disgusting um and my initial knee-jerk reaction is why didn't you kick the shit out of the cops it's just what my knee-jerk reaction was like there's times when i see cops just acting outlandish and it's like fuck man like these assholes need to be taught a lesson that's just the first thing that comes out of me you know it's like my my teeth start getting like i start gritting my teeth and i start getting my fucking blood is boiling when i see that shit you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then the lastly the 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 two last things um that i understand happened is either yesterday or the day before I think they were the mounted police. I could be off on that. Were coming through a line and they ended up trampling a woman. She didn't die. A lot of people claim that she died. From what oh I understand. My goodness. Yeah. Did you not hear about that? No, I, I missed that. That's uh, yikes. Oh, yeah. She got trampled. Well, you know, I, I get out of the way of horses. Yeah. Well, I guess they were so smushed in the crowd of, of protesters to the police. And then these assholes come by and they're fucking horses and shit, which I to some degree of like what police are trying to do. But when a lady gets fucking trampled, dude, like, like something's got to stop right then and there. And then 
watching the videos that I saw. She, it never did. She ended up in the um, hospital. And then lastly, lastly uh, they started arresting the protesters. Um, Justin Trudeau is a fucking uh, walking contradiction. He's a fucking moron. Um, he's a faggot. And um, I hope he ends up behind bars at some point or another. I really do. I, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, that's what I got to say about that. Agree. And how did it go from socialism and communism to fascism all together now? It's all the same. It really is. It's just government control. You know, that's all it is. They could, they could give a fuck. I mean, these are opportunists. They don't get, they don't care how they get to that point as long as they get there and they have control and we don't. They have all well, the money, all the control. Go ahead. I had an argument with my buddy about the truck drivers. Okay. And he was, you know, of course, happy that they're doing it. And I'm like, well, I guess I am too. You know, somebody's got to. But what really upsets me is that. The truckers got to do it. And that's a bad thing because when they do that, you know, that shuts everything down. And why the people can't do it is beyond me. There's a lot more people out there than there are truckers to begin with. You know, and I know they're outraged, but they they feel hopeless, helpless picked on (coughs) at least the truckers are doing it no i agree i agree with both sides of that if i'm being honest um i feel like i hopefully put out a um one of my episodes that i was trying to do where i touched on both sides um because when the truckers do that the people who are bringing your produce that are bringing you the goods that you need basic goods as well as others um, that stops and, uh, people need food. You know, we've developed a society where we have become dependent on the grocery store, having the food, you know, there's not a lot of people like, um, I don't know how much you hunt. Um, there's not a lot of people like me that says, okay, I know what I need to do now. If I don't have food, I got to go find animals to kill, bring back home and cook for my family to eat. Not a lot of people are like that. In fact, fuck, man, I would have to assume this might be a high number, but it's just gut feeling somewhere upwards of 80% of people don't know how to go fish. Even now in the cold ice fish up here, um, clean their fish and cook it, you know, or go out and kill a rabbit or a squirrel or a deer um, and cook it, you know, clean it and cook it. So the truckers doing what they're doing. Yeah. They're, you're going to have people out there. that are going to, they're going to suffer for it. Um, but as a trucker, not that I am one, but for a trucker, you know, they're stepping up. So I, I understand, I, I understand both sides of that. Um, you know, because what, yeah. what, what are you going to do? What are you, somebody you has to do something. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and what I understand you saying is that, you know, there is a the people should stand up too. And certainly far more than, than how many truckers are out there. And I think you got a lot of that. If you allow me, 
I'm going to segue that into um, the next issue. Uh, and there's actually two of them that have to deal with Project Veritas. Project Veritas about, I want to say two weeks ago, broke a story about ESPN and how racist they were. Um, a gentleman who worked for ESPN went to Project Veritas, ended up getting hidden cameras and recording equipment and recorded his colleagues um, agreeing with him that uh, these are these are black people, Hispanic, white, um, stating how racist uh, the policies were at ESPN and the higher ups, how they treated, uh, especially um, some black higher ups, how they treated white people, how they treated him. Um, and the, the colleagues of this man agreed uh, with how racist it had turned at, at ESPN. So it was a great piece by um, Project Veritas. But uh, what kind of resembles what we were just talking about and people who stand up and do something is, and, and I feel bad for these people because of my bleeding heart from time to time. Um, the, the colleagues that he had didn't step up and didn't take that chance and uh, incur, didn't intend to incur the, I assume, wrath from ESPN for uh, stating the things that they had agreeing with this person. Right. So I have that feeling, but the other feeling I have is you should have fucking stood up. You know, I don't like, I feel bad because now they're going to incur that wrath. Um, not having intended to, um, but why didn't you stand up to fight against this shit? You know? Um, so I, I can see both sides of that, but I mostly agree with, uh, the side of, you know, this guy doing something, going to Project Veritas, calling out ESPN for how fucking racist they've been, you know, in support of BLM and, and um, all the Marxist bullshit, you know, race dividing um, things that they've been doing there. Yup. And speaking of race and and I, I, I really enjoyed your uh, your podcast on the, uh, the N word. <laughs> I, I passed I that along. That yeah. was hilarious. And uh, and I was talking about that with a friend of mine who <laughs> was like, well, man, you ought to be able to say it, you know. And, sure. and I was like, well, dude, do you ever hear me say that? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, that's because in 1985 at the height, you know, my 1985 in my high school, saying that was <laughs> it meant something totally different than it met in 1997 when you know me or people i said that word it was an insult and was provoking you know right something out of someone yeah i was like and so you know i don't say it because i feel like i'll be provoking someone i was like but i don't have a problem people saying it don't get me wrong you know, you should be able to say whatever. I'm, I was like, my point is just me and my crew. That meant something else when we were growing up. Yeah. Well, and yeah, for sure. I mean, you have different, what's the word, connotations for it. Um, yeah. And my, yeah. They, I mean, the what Joe Rogan had done, um, or at least the mashup that they did of him 
was everything he had said. I mean, they proved they proved themselves wrong. The people who who made that um, mashup because it wasn't Joe Rogan calling anybody a nigger. It right. was yeah. He was using it in context. He was saying the word instead of you know n word. You know. Yeah. And it brings me back to the bit from oh shit, what's his name? The guy, the comedian that was um asking women if he could jerk himself off in front of them uh, <laughs> uh, but he's, I, I know who he's, you're talking about bald fella uh, yeah um he he had said it now i i think i had talked about this issue before i ever heard of his bit um but I could be wrong. Maybe his bit, I heard his bit at some point and it, I don't know, fucking stuck in my head. And I said, anyway, either way, um, when you say, when you say to somebody in word, you know what I mean? <laughs> you say it in your head, you understand what the word is in your head. And it's important to also talk about the word, uh, because of how much surrounds it. Um, and to be able to understand, because you're going to have somebody at some point go, well, what is that word? What, what is the N word that you're talking about? If, if people were to stop, you know, you're going to have a kid at some point or another is what I'm talking about. Um, ask you what it is. And you're going to have to fucking mm-hmm, tell them because mm-hmm. they're going to hear a rapper. Let's say it's a young kid, five, six, whatever. They're going to hear raps at, at, at a stop sign or a stoplight. Some car pulls up next to him, you know, nigga, this nigga, that. And then they're going to go, mommy, what's nigga. And then, you know what I mean? Like, she's going to freak out because she's afraid that kid's going to go say it in school and then get beat up or something. I don't know. How about this? Here you go. It'd be like, Hey, what's up? My biscuit lip. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's up? My biscuit lip. Your, your biscuit lip. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> they uh if and in and, and not just that but like and, and i said joe rogan was using it in context in all of right. those mashes so he shouldn't have anything to be sorry for no that being said what he, anything no yeah you're right yeah out of what he was saying like he should have looked at that and went yeah it's fine what's wrong what's wrong with that what he needs to apologize for now, even though I don't want to hear his fucking apology, is for his apology in the first place, coming out and saying no white person in any context should ever be able to say that word. My instant knee-jerk reaction to that is fuck you. You don't get to tell me what I get to say. Black people don't get to tell me what I get to say. Black people don't get to tell me that I can't say the word nigger. It's never that is never gonna be okay with me, ever. That being said. It's as I've talked about it many times before, it's not my wheelhouse to ever call somebody a racial epithet. It's just not, you know, that's not how I've ever been my whole life. It's, it's, I don't go to those, I don't go to that angle. I go to a much more fucking, I'm going to push every, every button that I think is really going to get you pissed off if I want you pissed off at me. For a straight guy, I'm going to call him a bitch and a faggot. You know, for a gay guy, I'm probably going to call him a twat and a cunt. You know, for for a woman, more I'm likely, like, man, be... you're just pretending to be gay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's because you're a sissy. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's stupid. It, to the levels that we've gotten now with, with race relations and all that other shit, it's just gotten out of hand. And for Joe Rogan to fucking take that approach to it is outlandish. He did nothing wrong. Um, he should have seen that, but, and I don't know what the deal is, dude. I, I don't, it, it, did you see if he did leave Spotify for Rumble? Cause I know Rumble offered him a hundred million. He did not. So he's still at Spotify. Yeah. Oh. And then I read like a few days later that his deal was really worth $200 million. That's what Alex Jones said today. He said uh, he knew how much Joe Rogan made and it was more than a hundred in just a year. So that's insane. That is obnoxious, but way to go, Joe. Good for him, I guess. But you know, now that we see what he's done and, I've I've been pretty cautious with him. I was happy with him when he was seemingly starting to come around, but um, I just get held up with how he's treated his friend for so long. And then for him to come out with what he just did, it's like, uh, no, I can't trust that guy. I'm not going to trust that. And I don't know what the fuck the deal is, dude. He's got fuck you money. He's got more than what fuck you money is. Like for me, I don't know, a million easy <laughs> would be fuck you money. That dude's got... Like you said, what, 200 million? Plus? I've always, always had that kind of money. Have you? Even though... <laughs> Give me some, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, even though I might not have had any actual money. <laughs> You've always had that I always, I had that attitude. Like, yeah. I had that kind of money. And I, as an example, I remember having that attitude one day and then uh, going back to my boss, like at the end of the day, going, Hey man, that whole conversation I had earlier, I was like, yeah, I remembered right after that, that I got rent and a woman. <laughs> Listen, I'm real sorry about talking to you like I had fucking money. I, I'd like to, I'd like to take back. <laughs> He's like, he was okay, man. He was all cool. I, like, yeah. I forgot about rent. <laughs> listen i don't have fuck you money and i was acting like i did and now i'd like to apologize and see if you can give me money <laughs> yeah gonna have to apologize for that <laughs> so project veritas okay. broke that um news two about two weeks ago i want to say and then last week they broke a story on the food and drug administration uh, did you see this? <clears throat> Were they? Uh, no, I'm going to go with no. I don't recall. Okay, so I'll, I'll try and explain it as fast as I can. Um, they had a undercover worker. I assume she was a female. I'm pretty certain I heard her voice. Excuse okay. me. Okay, um, yeah, that that's their their style. Yeah, and I like that. I know a lot of lefties probably would talk shit about it, but go fuck them. Um, these women are doing it of their own volition. So, uh, the honey pot. Um, I'd hope that the girls aren't sleeping with these men. Um, but you know, they're their own individual. They get to make their own choices. Uh, that being said, there was, uh, this guy by the name of Christopher Cole, who is a FDA executive officer who gave up a couple of really big details. Um, 
A lot of people think that this one was the biggest, which was he stated that Biden's Biden Biden's administration, because it's never Biden, Biden's administration planned for a yearly inoculation of every person in the United States. Just one, which it doesn't surprise me if 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 anybody read the writing on the wall, they understood this is where they're going anyway. What surprises me is it's only one. I would have thought they they would have been shooting for, you know, four a year um for every course three yeah yeah but it, apparently it's only one um the bigger part that i saw out of this and what i would argue is that the conspiracy research network has known for at least 30 years if not more um was that drug manufacturing companies pay the fda to hire people who will approve the drug manufacturers drugs that was huge that was massive. That's a far, a far bigger ad- admission um, to what's really been going on than what I think um, what we already knew in, in Biden's plan for the yearly shot. Um, yeah, that's fucking huge. Now, like I said, I feel like I've already known all of this, but what is more important is that other people, normies, are hearing this going, holy shit. Are you serious? Like that the, the FDA has been allowing themselves to take money from drug administrators or I'm sorry, drug manufacturers in order to hire people to approve those same fucking drugs, you know? Brilliant. Yeah. That, well, the FDA uh, is a bureaucracy, right? We didn't hire these fuckers. We didn't vote them in. Um, it was a, a entity that was created um, by the people that we, we hired Um, so they, I guess that's, that's the loophole or whatever. Um, and they come up with regulation and all sorts of other shit and they, they run shit, uh, especially for people who start their own businesses and stuff that are affected by this shit. The FDA come down and crack down on them, but who's Mm -hmm. cracked down on the FDA or FDA when you have a story like this in which one of their own executives has admitted now that, um, they're practicing these strategies. It's disgusting, you know, absolutely fucking disgusting. Normally but, it would be the media that would step in and, and fill that void of, you know, and, and get it pushed on to the next level. What do you mean? Well, you would hear that on the news, all the news. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You would think that that's what our, our, media would be good for but now we have to turn to all alternative sources like project veritas who again because especially be uh, these two recent stories and all the other ones that they broke have shown themselves to be the gold standard of investigative journalism That's you know awesome yeah they're they're fantastic james o'keefe um what a fucking american hero truly an american treasure as far as i'm concerned and anything like that would be a uh, a hero of sorts yeah. if you you know you took that time and effort to get into that you know yeah for Talk. sure anybody listening do it you know um, I'd love to be able to do that I'm pretty busy with the amount of shit that I that I have on my plate but if there's oh, anybody I'd love to find me a gorgeous stripper to go do something like that for me. <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. you know i know some girls that'll you know talk you right out of your pants and wallet <laughs> yep <laughs> i think to this point of you know but i don't know who these people are you know what i'm saying i i, I guess yeah. I got other things to do, kind of. But if I had a little bit more money, I would make things like that happen. And it, as I'm, I'm saying right now, for the listeners right now, if if you have the time um, and the uh, will, do it. Go do some undercover investigative journalism. Start your own show or whatever it may be, or go talk with Project Veritas. They're hiring. Um Go work for them, man. Get some, do some of this stuff yourself. That'd be great. Uh, I have nothing but admiration towards uh, James O'Keefe and the people that that work for Project Veritas. They are phenomenal. Um, and what's really sad is that our media, uh, the mainstream media, Fox, I would argue Fox News included. Now, I don't really have any evidence of this uh, right offhand that I can think of, but I would argue probably them as well. Um, they don't do it. You don't have this happening with them. They're not doing in any undercover investigative journalism at all. Uh, and in fact, are controlled by um, the government. I mean, they all get packages to talk about the, you know, what the government wants them to talk about. And it's terrible. And I would also add this too. And what's so brilliant about Project Veritas is when they had that, I can't remember her name, the um, video of the, uh, I think she was with MSNBC, uh, the hot mic incident where she was talking about having um dirt on jeffrey epstein um and prince charles or not prince charles the prince andrew and andrew, yeah. um yeah and coming out and she was she was ready to go she had a witness that she was going to interview and everything and um the uh the royal palace or whatever of england called up the station and killed killed the story and it was just like are you fucking kidding me dude like this is disgusting that another country's leadership could 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 and would um or would and could call the uh excuse me a media institution here in the united states or entity and um kill a story it's fucking disgusting you know but that's what was brilliant about project veritas getting hold of that that video and putting it out there to show we are Project Veritas, we are true investigative journalists, and this is what the media um, is up to. They have the goods, but they are unwilling to air it because it would show what's really going on. And if only if the media itself were to operate from a unbiased, truthful standpoint, could you imagine the amount of information that we'd be given um, and what that might what that might stop? in terms of major governments, major players in any kind of actual conspiracy, how many things it would prevent. Even our own government, it would fucking neuter them from being able to go out. And if they were to treat the Biden administration as they treated the Trump administration and all other administrations the same, if they were to go after them with just as much um, animosity, I guess, towards towards government that I have, I guess, um, they would be... I mean, they would, they would be heroes themselves, but they don't. Yeah. yeah sad. Well, here you go. Here's two things. One is a, a really good investigative reporter 
doesn't see old age, <laughs> it seems like, especially in D.C. True. Yeah, they tend to suicide <laughs> themselves. And the, uh, the media, you know, they don't have any of it. They are just talking heads. Yeah. For the same narrative. Um, who's the, there's a, um, associate of Epstein that just got killed in a French jail cell. I think I could look it up, but I'm not going to, yeah, was he uh, hanged? You know what? Fuck it. Hunged. Yeah. He, uh, he was called a pimp. One of Jeffrey Epstein's pimps. Um, going to duck, duck, go. I ain't trusting dude. I fucking looked up something the other day on, on accident on uh, Google Chrome because I have like two windows that I have or two two things I have to operate out of and um, one of them is Chrome um, because you know certain applications will only run on that um, and then one on Safari and I actually went to my Google Chrome and uh, typed it in not even realizing every that came up was uh, liberal. Every single, I mean, it was MSNBC, USA Today, Yahoo News. It was, I mean, every one of them. Um, and it just reminded me of the 20,000 plus computer programmers that Google hired to um, run their search results. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I didn't forget, but I just, it was disgusting. All right. Epstein, Pen, oh, wait a minute. John Luke Brunel, Epstein associate. Oh yeah, here we go. Jean Luc Brunel from the Washington Post. Uh, didn't um, Bezos buy this? John Luke Brunel, Epstein associate, accused of supplying girls to financier, is found hanged in prison. Um, the former head of a French model agency. Interesting. Was accused of rape in the 1990s. Huh? Fucking a. And later of supplying young girls to disgraced financier, uh, Jeffrey Epstein was found hanged in his Paris prison cell early Saturday. What was he in prison for, I wonder? Um, so I'm sure that Ghislaine Maxwell is uh, probably uh, a little anxious right now <laughs> that she might also hang herself uh, while the guards go to sleep. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, he was 75. Holy shit. Uh, so It'd be cool to go get a job in that prison and right. hook up with her. Be like, hey, you got any last will and testament? You're like, I'll take it out. Give me a couple of snippets. Um, and what's even worse is that, like, and I've seen this go around, like, Facebook and Getter and stuff like that. Um, oh, shit. Truth Social, Truth Social is out. I think, isn't it? Truth, uh, Trump, 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 Truth Social. I forgot about this. Is it out? Here's a long list of what went wrong when Trump's Truth Social app launched on the app. So it did launch. Um, a bunch of liberals downloaded it first. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, I forgot all about this. I'm real time right now. Um, signing up. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, doing it. With a lot of dead air as I, as I do it. I dead agree. air. Dead air. We need some uh, some news of looking up music or something we could play in the background. You know, some allowed. ticker or... Dude, uh, I got a 405 notice. 405, not allowed. What is that? What? 404 is something. That's crazy. Sign up. 405, not allowed. Well, you know what that means. You're not allowed to do it. I guess so, but <laughs> you know how I operate, <laughs> especially when you tell me I can't do something. Okay. You can't do it. Try it on a different... Uh... <laughs> Try it on a different browser. Oh shit! As you make it, oh, no. Sorry, I'm, I got an email from my son's school about um, mask mandates. Fuck! We send it at ten thirty at night, you cunts. Biatches. Well, yeah. how about uh, Russia? While well, we're at it and, yeah, let's hear Ukraine. I was planning on talking about that. That was going to be kind of one of the last ones, but we can top it off or bring it right up. Uh, Russia, Ukraine. I am not super sure what's going on there. What's been happening in the last couple of days, Mr. Bentley? Uh, well, there has been some shelling, and uh, they, uh, they say that the Russians were shelling some kind of school. Or about, and that uh, there was some kind of false flag thing going on, and of course I'm like, well, well that don't make false flag would mean like you know, uh, they'd attack themselves and blame it on the Ukraine kind of thing. You know, they bomb their right. own school, right. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't really understand that, but I, and, uh, you know, there's troops moving in and out, but, uh, you know, it's Putin, kind of a corrupt leader, bad guy kind of thing, I guess. That's what they want me to believe anyway. And dude from Ukraine, he's a bad guy too. So, uh, whatever. And it's a bunch of Russians he's wanting to come back home. So right. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm glad that you stated it that way because I will say this. I tried looking up all of the terrible, no good, very bad things that the mainstream media wanted me to believe about uh, Putin. And um, the, the best I could really find. Now, I didn't spend all day looking into it, so I could be wrong on some of this. But um, – was just that he imprisoned and may or may not have um, had some reporters that weren't in favor of him killed or imprisoned. Right. I, do I? I don't even. I don't trust American mainstream media. I've. I. I know that I don't. And now I have to fucking trust the guy that they don't like. They didn't like Trump, and look at all the shit they lied well, to him about. Lincoln locked up. For uh, people from the press, that's true. That is true. So uh, I'm not sure if he had them killed or not. Maybe a couple of them. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just speculating on that. Yeah, but I do I know remember. he had them locked up. I do remember hearing that. 
And I will say this about Putin is that he's trying to make, uh, from what I've seen, he's trying to make Russia a more um, pro-Christian country um, and also pro-family. And he has a lot of national pride within Russia. And might I add, Russians are tough motherfuckers. These people are just built different. They're built in the fucking burn of the snow. You know what I mean? You got people like um, uh, the, the Klitschko brothers you have. Now, those guys, I think, actually came from Ukraine. So I don't know if I can necessarily, or necessarily I mean, add them. But you have they, uh, they don't they, They're Russian to me. Yeah, I, I feel like anybody. I grew up in Ukraine. the 70s. So I'm like, man, you know, that's the Soviet Union. When I look at the Ukraine, what I look at is, okay, if um, California were to actually secede, that's kind of like what the Ukraine is to Russia, right? After the USSR and everything broke, broke down after that, then eventually you have the Ukraine wanting uh, people from the Ukraine wanting it to be uh, its own sovereign state and Russia going, <laughs> go fuck yourself. You're ours. <laughs> You've well, always been you know, and there's like, say, a, a couple, four or five counties that are Russian and want to be Russia out of the whole state. Oh yeah, there's definitely that, people that are there. That that's where Russia, Putin is right now. Yeah, he's down there around those four or five counties, going, "Look, these people want to come home." <sighs> yeah, yeah, and I can't blame him for it. And, you know, um, he's like, and I can't help but just got all your oil. <laughs> well, and the the my my understanding of why the United States wants to be in Ukraine or wants Ukraine to be what it is. Um, isn't just because Joe Biden and many other Democrats and some rhinos um, have uh, gotten a uh, um, an, a self-interest in there because of the money that they've made off of it, but also because the United States, uh, that's a that's a strategic position for the United States against Russia. So having the Ukraine be a sovereign state, as much as we want to pretend that it is, but really it's NATO and United Nations. Yeah, um, so that's basically Cuba. Yeah, it's just a place for the United States to be able to post up and spy on the Russians. Yeah, or, so, you know, that's put some bombs in it, <laughs> like Poland. Yeah, they, you know, they could play, dude, oh God, they could play so many smarter moves in the shit that they're doing. I, and I don't understand why they why they do the things that they're doing. But, you know, I'm not them. Um, I, I think sadly, Joe Biden is starting trouble, I think, you know. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm I not think saying that Putin ain't going to do what he's going to do, but I think Joe Biden is trying to make a point to where we could we should attack. And I'm like, I don't know if we ought to. No, I I am vehemently against us. You know, I'm like, won't you go get them, England and Germany and France, and the rest yeah. of you go well, stop that. And and that's what that's what Putin. I did see a, a speech that he had given, and I mean, for as much as I can trust an interpreter, uh, and what the words at the bottom of the screen were saying is that Putin was basically just saying, um, "I don't want a war." He doesn't want war, and but not just that. The United States shouldn't be on his uh, on his border. Uh, there's no reason for us to be there. And uh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. We have nothing to do with the Ukraine and Russia. 
We should fucking bring our troops right out of there, right this instant. It's none of our business. Um, but then Putin also said he doesn't want war, but he will defend Russia. And yeah, I, I, mean, I respect that. It's his country. Like, it's not ours. Right. It, and and the ahead. same thing is, you know, uh, the U.N. way back when and way back when with Russia, too. Like, okay, we're the UN and we, we're not going to get any bigger. And then they didn't for a while. And then they started getting bigger yeah. and encroaching on Russia. And they, you know, and they're not supposed to do what they've been doing. Well, and I don't, mean to bring it, I don't mean to bring it back to Canada, but that's what Justin Trudeau just did. So um, he instated martial law, got the, the convoys uh, to move. And then also went on today to say that the that martial law isn't over. And that's fucking scary because uh, what governments tend to do is once they garner more power, they don't like to give it back. <clears throat> and it was surprising that we ever got the lockdown um, uh, alleviated because, again, governments, once they implement um, something that garners them more power, they don't like giving it up you know, giving it back to the, to the people. So, and exactly what you said with you, the UN. Yeah. Um, they start growing bigger and they don't like giving up that power again. So, um, I have to, I have to side on, on, uh, on Russia's side and all this, man, you know, with the United States need to get, gets, can't talk. The United States needs to get the fuck out of there and not have anything to do with it. We have a whole ocean on both sides of us in between all of this shit. Um, it's none of our business. So, and especially with, I know people would be, Oh, well we touch Russia. We're, you know, fucking what's her name can see him from her, her uh, kitchen window, which she can't, but um, yeah, that's not on the side that all the shit's going down on. It's on the other side. So we have no business being there. We need to get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not torn up about it the only thing is is i uh i do have a healthy wondering about russia you know being dirty anyway you know they always got some kind of yeah something well i you know at this point i feel more so worried about china and what they're up to as opposed oh, to Russia. sure yeah i wouldn't say and as much as i'm saying like no war and get out of the you know get out of these conflicts and shit like that it's okay to be cautious of another country. It's okay to have uh, your alert up and paying attention to what another country's doing. I'll tell you right now, it's not just Russia and China. There are plenty of countries out there. Don't look past England. There's plenty of our own allies that are probably looking into the United States and thinking about what and how they might be able to take power away from us or infiltrate us, whatever it may be. Like this idea that that shit doesn't go on. Dude, it's been going on since human beings have been fucking forming uh, tribes. You know, it's not, you can't, uh, you can't underestimate um, on, a, on a global scale any country. No, British are the, one of the best liars. Yeah, fucking redcoats, you know, they may want us back. <laughs> they may want their claim back to the United States. So never underestimate those cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah, and, and technology today, it's, it's hard to say what is actually going on in different places. True. 
all my English people right now, all my English listeners are like, you know what, you little fucking Irish fuck. <laughs> um, I always talk about the governments, not the people. Um, well, I guess uh, there's no real easy segue into this next issue. Oh, I will say this, though, too. Um, throughout the entirety of Trump's uh, um, four years, the Democrats, this is, I was always worried about this. The Democrats, and now leading, leading up to where we are now, the Democrats seemingly were always trying to poke that Russian bear. I mean, look at the first three years of, of Trump's administration, um, or Trump's term. They were arguing for a fucking Russian collusion. These fuckers wanted war with Russia. And I was worried then, like, you know, Russia's going to get ear of this and they're not going to be real happy, <laughs> you know, like, uh, especially if it's not true, which it wasn't. And that finally just came out to be absolute, um, you know, that that'll set Russia on edge and uh, rightfully so. And then now you see where we are here. Uh, the Democrats have had a long history of wanting to uh, push for war with russia and i just wish that they would get their fucking heads out of their ass but they're not doing it stupidly they want this for a reason and, and that's another why story. i don't know it's not like we could go over there and take over russia <laughs> maybe that's their intent you know is to crack down on russia and and when you have as um our, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Maybe I have it right here. I'm pretty certain I do. Uh, what was this fucker's name? Well, I, I believe you're right. They're, they're definitely starting something. And I, I really think that this whole uh, thing is America, or not America, but O'Biden and his crony people, uh, right. their false flag they're trying to push Russia into doing this so we can do something about it. Well, if you remember me talking about uh, the spokesperson for the Biden administration pushing a false flag, the guy's name was Ned Price. And then um, he was pushed back on by Matt Lee from the Associated Press and um, called out the Biden administration claiming that there was going to be a false flag by Russia. And then now, if they did do this thing that they're calling a false flag, and I did see a little bit of video of some media somewhere and seeing, hearing shells in the background going off. <clears throat> um, they've already, they've, what's that phrase uh, where they, it's not the boy calling wolf, it's, uh, it's something else where they've, well, I guess maybe it is, uh, where they called wolf, but they're calling it on themselves, you know, Um they already showed their hand, essentially, to where you – I would argue that any kind of quote-unquote false flag, that's going to be by the, the Biden administration or the UN or, or somebody on our ally side who are now the bad guys in all of this. Russia, I don't see as the bad guys necessarily. Um, you know, When you have the United States putting their dirty nose in other people's business, now we're becoming the bad guys. So I really wish that they would – not do this any further i don't i don't want to see a single american person dead and i don't want to see see a single person killed by an american person you know by american military i don't want to see any of that so well this really goes back to O'Biden and his boy being all 
twisted up in some kind of oil company over there back when uh, Obama was president. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. Is there so he's protecting interest over there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, monthly yeah, check. Hunter, Hunter had no business um, being a part of any kind of energy sector job whatsoever. Guy didn't know dick all of what he was doing and was given a, a stay at home job to not even show up, you know, um, which is to say that he didn't have any any doings there he was just collecting a check and uh that was coming on to uh the uh the bidens themselves for whatever favors whatever quid pro quo actual quid pro quo that they set up so um yeah it's pretty bad and yet here's another story here's a segue of russia um i think it was last week monday of last week uh Per the special counsel, uh, John Durham, who was a hiree of uh, Bill Barr, I believe, um, he was allowed to continue an investigation uh, that went from the Trump administration, um, Trump term over into the new term with the usurper in chief. Uh, John Durham continued his investigation into the investigation of the Russian collusion in which he found that uh, the Hillary Clinton campaign spied on Trump's campaign during uh, the the uh, fuck what's it called Camp tra- campaign trail before before the election, and then right, also yeah. it went into Trump's presidency. They were still spying on him, and there was a company. This is where I get a little confused. I don't know if it's just a generic term that they claimed because I know that they said it was an un known person that this guy paid for um this uh uh, clinton campaign lawyer michael sussman who's very sus by the way paid um something called uh tech executive one it might have been an internet data company um but they paid this tech executive one to hack trump's servers online servers to come up with links to russia essentially creating they were actively attempting to dig up info that could be used to create the russian collusion narrative um and this same guy that paid executive one again i don't know if that's just a generic name or whatever that they're they're calling this company entity or person um but this guy who paid them michael sussman was also being charged for lying to the fbi um which I could care less either which way because I don't have any respect towards the FBI whatsoever anymore. Um, so him lying to him, I don't give a fuck. But you live by the liberal leftist sword, you die by the liberal left, liberal leftist sword. Um, but yeah, and so again, going back to the Russia collusion thing that the Democrats were constantly pushing on, this was all a lie. And um, the special counsel, John Durham, had filed these papers, I want to say last Monday. I could be off on that. So about a week ago, um, he'd filed these papers, and that's what it essentially um, pointed to in these papers. Now, you have every mainstream leftist media entity uh, who's claiming that you know this isn't the case and this, that, and the other, where all the conservatives or alternative uh, media um, entities are all stating that this is the case. So uh, it'll be interesting to see this go on. But um, 
yeah, it's pretty big news. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what we see out of it. But it's really starting to look more and more like um, Trump. And, and I know like every like we all knew what we were getting with Trump for the most part, that he was a cutthroat businessman. He was a successful businessman because he was cutthroat. Uh, that he probably wasn't a perfect angel. I mean, he had cheated on each wife with the next wife, right? And slept with whatever prostitutes or or porn stars or whatever it may be. He got around. He was a playboy. However, <laughs> throughout his presidency, the fucking guy keeps showing himself to have been squeaky clean. I mean, what did they really get on the guy that was, you know, damning and showing him to be some kind of evil nazi-esque figure that they all wanted him to be nothing even this like he was claiming that the clinton campaign was spying on his campaign along with obama were all spying on him when he was saying that i don't know about you but i was just like ah he's just saying that he doesn't really know and then it turns out he's fucking right they were spying on him you know it's uh it's funny how all that stuff works itself out so ridiculous it's disgusting i mean it's that we have these fucking terrible people in our government operating right now is yes disgusting but it's also fucking petrifying man this is some scary shit you know that these leaders which i really hope people take this away from me is to stop thinking of them as leaders because they're not they're our public servants these fucking people are not our leaders we are are supposed to run our own country. We vote in people, essentially hire people to do things that we tell them to do. Therefore, they are our um, public servants. They are not our leaders. We are our own leaders. That is a massive difference as to what we actually believe, which we're taught, indoctrinated in our schools, that there are leaders and there are authorities. And it, that's not how it is, not here in the States. Ow. So there's my tangent on that. Um, I have one last issue that's actually kind of big. Do you have anything else that you want to uh, add or bring up? No, go right ahead. Okay. Well, I've said it before. I will say it again numerous times in the future. Um, I will constantly bring this up. And it's something to be brought up that I want to see more and more people brought, uh, bring up. And that is the ongoing slave trade within the world. I want to bring more awareness to this because the numbers that I've come up with, that I've found, um, are staggering. And I'm going to kind of jump over a little bit um, here and there. There's a couple of different sources that I thought were pretty important to use. I'm sure that there's more out there. Um I think I could be wrong, but I think that the most prevalent source is uh, something called the Global Slavery Index. I've heard about this before, um, and I drew some of these numbers from there. Uh, a couple of other places was worldpopulationreview.com. Uh, again, worldpopulationreview.com. And I got the numbers from that website for 2022. So as of arguably today, um, we have numbers from them. And then another place is called worldatlas.com. Um, I couldn't quite get a date on that. I want to say it might have been 2016 
where some of the numbers from there were coming from. So with the worldpopulationreview.com for 2022, uh, we have, and I wanted to focus um, in two aspects because of, I want to focus all over the world, certainly, because a slave in, I don't know, um, Russia is just as important as a slave in Nigeria is just as important as a slave in Chile is just as important as a slave or a sex slave in uh, Kentucky, which is just as important as a slave in Japan. You know what I mean? Each, each one of these lives is important. And um, some of these numbers are approximate. Uh, and then I'll also kind of break down a little bit of what they necessarily mean as a slave. Some of which I don't really agree with in terms of slave um, as much as it may be a uh, culture thing. Uh, and what I mean by that is it, they include uh, – fuck, what's that called when uh, the Indians from India um, marry? You know what I mean? Where they're like you're designated to marry someone else, whatever the fuck right. they call it. Well, they claim that that's slavery. I see that point. I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but I don't know if I necessarily would argue that that is uh, slavery, like being um, uh, having your your village uh, drawn up on by you know uh, trucks of men with guns who then take you out of your home and force you into forced labor. That's not exactly the same as what I would what I would deem slavery. So um, I'm going to focus a lot on Africa and in the Middle East because of the African slave trade, because of the history within the United States and what the uh, progressive liberal left, um, what what they use as fuel to continue this uh, racial narrative in the United States and um, why you should never take these fuckers seriously because that's what they draw on and yet they don't ever bring up the ongoing slavery in the rest of the world, especially from these two sources like Africa as a whole and the Middle East. So as I've talked about before, when it came to Africa and the slave trade that happened there, um, that wasn't just the Europeans starting it, coming down and stealing people out of their their huts in in these tribes and forcing them to be slaves. In fact, it started far longer before that, arguably uh, roughly about a thousand years prior to that by the Arabs of the Middle East. They were starting slave trades with the uh, other tribes of Africa, the black African tribes who were fighting and whoever would win whatever battle would take uh, the warriors that lived through it as slaves and trade them off to these um, Arabs. And what happened was the Arabs would um, act as translators with the Europeans um, in, in trading Africans from Africa. And then it obviously um, morphed into uh, or evolved, whatever you want to call it, into the um, Atlantic slave trade. But as of what's going on today in Africa, uh, there's a couple of major countries that have, as I said, staggering numbers of slaves. Nigeria has 1,386,000 slaves. Like I said, they encapsulate a lot of different 
other aspects of what they deem slavery, um, like designated marriage. I think that's actually what it's called. That could be um, with forced slave labor. And I think forced slave labor is usually somewhere between 35 and 50 percent of these numbers. So in Nigeria, where it's one point three eight six or a million three hundred eighty six thousand. Uh, cut it in half. I can't do math right off the bat. That's 500,000, 600, you know, close to 700,000 um, people who are enforced labor, slavery as human cattle or chattel. Sorry, not cattle, chattel. Uh, same with the Congo, a little less. It's 1,045,000. So a little over a half a million there. So you have over a million in just those two countries of forced slavery. Um, central, the central African Republic, I didn't get a number on this one, but they're pretty high up there too. Um, I wrote Cambodia, but Cambodia isn't in Africa. I don't believe, uh, and then you also have the middle East. Now this is all coming out of the world population review.com in the middle East. You have Pakistan, which is in Asia. So maybe not the middle East so much as Asia, Pakistan, which is a Muslim territory, 2 million 100,000 slaves to in just one fucking country, 2,100,000 slaves. Uzbekistan, 1,200,000. Iran, 1,289,000. Afghanistan, 749,000. I fucking said that these numbers are staggering, and motherfucker, they are. Uh, other countries, India. This is a nutty amount, but I don't know how much of this is uh, slave labor. I'd have to go back. I'm sorry, forced Forced, um, fuck, what is it? Forced labor. Uh, India, you have 18,400,000. Fuck, dude, cut that in half. You almost have 10 million forced, uh, labor slaves. China, which has a lot less, but still quite a few, 3,400,000. Bangladesh, 1,500,000. North Korea, 1,100,000. Indonesia, 1,220,000. Russia has 794,000. Uh, the Philippines, 784,000. Oh, that's right. There was uh, another aspect that they were calling uh, slavery, and that is forced labor by the prisoners. I don't have much of a problem with that, um, especially if we're talking about uh, murderers, rapists, child molesters. Those three, I have no problem making them do whatever the fuck you want them to do. Outside of that, if we're talking about, you know, like journalists saying something bad about dear leader or um, I don't know, you use the wrong bathroom. No, not that one. That would be bad. Uh, you used, I don't know, the wrong Internet or the wrong electricity. You tried to uh, uh, get um, rainwater or something and they threw you in jail for that. Obviously, that's terrible. Um, and that is slavery. So. Oh, a couple other numbers. Um, Africa, the Middle East, Russia, and Asia have the weakest action against slavery and the north central part of South America. Uh, and also the highest prevalence. Um, I don't know why I wrote this down. 24.9 million in forced labor, I guess, of all of those countries. Um to, 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 to a couple of other numbers. 
Now, this one's uh, from 2016, and this is Africa, and I think this is from the worldatlas.com, or it could have been the GSI, the Global Slavery Index. In all of Africa, you had 9,240,000, which uh, 37% of that was forced labor. Uh, some of the other countries that come up were Eritrea, uh, Burundi, Central, and I already said the Central African Republic, Nigeria, and the Democratic Republic of Congo. What I did notice is that every single country in Africa, according to the Global Slavery Index, um, participated in slavery. Every single country. And I'll also bring up, because other people would bring up, that South Africa is a um, uh, was at one point a predominantly or majority white country. That's not the slaves. They're not. It's not the white people enslaving the blacks there. If you've heard anything what's going on in South Africa, um, the government there has become tyrannical. They are have been threatening and allowing uh, the white African farmers um, to be murdered, their entire families being tortured, raped, wiped out. Um, obviously, not all the white farmers are wiped out, but um, families, I'm saying have been wiped out of their lands. Uh, the government themselves have been threatening for the longest time from taking their land away from them and giving it to the indigenous people. Um, and what they have done in response is they've caused uh, food shortages because the people that they've given the land to don't know how to farm and the farmers aren't farming their land uh, because they're worried about having to fend off attackers and therefore creating a food shortage. Um, within the continent of Africa, because we have to remember it's not a country. There's a whole bunch of countries in Africa. The lowest number count of slaves is a thousand. And I don't know if I'm saying this country wrong. Maritius, Mauritius, M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S, Mauritius. That's 1,000. Next up would be Cape Verde at 2,000. And then it jumps up to 7,000 in both Equatorial Guinea and Djibouti. And I think that's it's a D J I B O U T I Djibouti seven. So it goes from 1000 to 2000 to 7000. Uh, lastly, we're going to do the Arab states where uh, it says here 520,000 slaves, which of that 67 percent are forced labor. Um, and then uh, Asia and the Pacific. Holy fuck, 24,990,000, of which 66% is forced labor. And like I said, you have Afghanistan, um, Pakistan with 3,186,000, and then Iran with 1,289,000. So that's my numbers for the slave trade that is going on today. And you don't have the progressive liberal left who ever bring any kind of awareness to this shit but you have me some terrible racist no good very bad white supremacist um equal rights to all individuals everybody's equal under the law piece of shit like myself that brings awareness to this shit and yeah. uh I'd like to see it in shame on you yeah shame on me fucking terrible no good very bad piece of shit so Fuck, that was a whole mouthful, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, how I about uh, I wouldn't skin a deer. 
<laughs> you fucking <laughs> out there doing some shit while I'm fucking talking all these numbers. Yeah. Change change the tire. <laughs> eh, I was surprised I got through all that shit that fast. Um yeah. Well, you dude. did it. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm like, all right. It was like yeah. uh Walter Cronkite at the end. Or <laughs> Art Art Rooney or yeah, is that his name? I don't remember Art Rooney. Oh, it, you know what? Kind of sounds familiar, but I could be thinking of a soccer player. Um, he was a white-haired yeah. old man that would go at the end of the show and do like his own little commentary. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. All the other shit that's going on, and uh, and here in the states, we have people who are bringing up our past. Uh, might I add that everyone participated in slavery. I shouldn't say everyone. Every country participated in uh, slave trade. Every race of people participated in slave trade. Every race was a slave in the slave trade. Um, however, you have uh, France. And I don't know who was first. I can't remember which one. I want to say it was France first, then England, then the United States of America. Their white straight Christian males are the ones that finally decided to abolish slavery as a whole. We were the first to do it. Um, and now we get shit on for uh, slavery, especially when it's going on today. You know, it's just it's a fucking catastrophe. Oh, yeah. It's ate up with it now. Yeah. So. You know, as you can see with the numbers that I just gave, I mean, I didn't see any bias one way or the other with these numbers. Um, these weren't these weren't over overtly conservative websites that I went to, at least not as far as I knew. Um, I didn't go into it looking for, you know, uh, left, right or center or any of that. I just looked these things up and found a couple of different places where I was seeing these numbers and. Uh, you know, thought to mention them. So, uh, it's pretty bad, man. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of people, you know, and that's, I know that a lot of that there, there is a, a percentage of those numbers that are sex slave. Um, and that's what we have going on here in the States. That's what we have going on in the Western world. I mean, when we talk about Jeffrey Epstein and shit, that's the network, um, and the higher ups that are, that are a part of that. There's been posts going around um, the social networking platforms of uh, we know the names of the truckers uh, and who donated, but we don't know the names that were in the little black book of Jeffrey, Ep Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. And that's frightening to me. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. You know, it's uh, it's it's scary to know uh, that there are little kids out there. And again, this is, I, I hate thinking of this, but um, I guess it needs to be said. There are kids out there right now that are in some deep, dark place that are being abused and who are hoping for death, you know, hoping for somebody to come save them. And um, that probably won't get it. And that, that type of shit keeps me up at night, dude. Fucking makes me nauseous just thinking about it you know and there's not enough people who are calling awareness to this and i want to i want to do it more and more often 
<clears throat> because it's and, and not just to, not I mean, certainly first and foremost to these kids, but also to all the other people who are suffering from this type of shit. You know, it needs to truly be obliterated. And I'm not saying that the United States has to be world police and go and fucking enforce that on everyone. Um, I don't also think that it would necessarily be the worst fucking thing, but there's plenty of things that we as a nation could do um, in terms of of uh, taxing imports and exports, you know, putting embargoes on on countries that participate in this type of shit. I have no problem with that. And neither should anyone else, especially if you were to call for an embargo on a country or, oh, fuck, what is it called? Um, national or uh, international tax uh, tariff on a country until they they were to crack down on this, you know, until they were to come up with a law and enforce it against um, sex slave trade or uh, forced labor slave trade or whatever it may be. Um, you know, that's a way that we could deal with it and nothing's happening. Nothing. And, you know, the Biden administration is, uh, as we just talked about, are over in the Ukraine fucking with Russia when we have a tyrant to the north of us and we have a fucking border situation going on with corrupt governments in Mexico and other Central and South American countries. But we're over in a whole nother fucking part of the world that we have nothing to do with fucking with them mm -hmm. and oh biden told uh untrue del castro to use the military yeah 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 we were what? uh yeah um i did hear something about uh at one point so i guess i kind of have to go back a little bit because uh biden administration was talking about doing something in canada um but helping Trudeau. It's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you, you bunch of fucking... Scumbag. Yeah, scumbag CFR, um, trilateral commission, listening sons of bitches. Yeah, no. Wow. Just wow, man. I'm like, no way. Yeah. This is the world we're living in. I, um, I was trying to... I, we were going to do an episode earlier today, me and Airbender. We had to go do some shit together. Um, but ended up having to take two different cars. So we couldn't, um, fuck, I just lost train of thought. We were going to, um, we we're going to bring up something. Fuck. I literally just lost train of thought. I've kept it for, you were, you were getting ready to say you were signing up for ballerina classes. Yeah. With each other. No, we do that. <laughs> we do that year to year. <laughs> oh no, that's what it was. Um, I was talking to him for a minute though. And I was like, don't you love this world that we live in that you're he's, his wife's pregnant by the way. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm obviously being facetious, but you know, saying, don't you love that you were, that you're bringing a kid in, into this world where, you know, you've got, they're both white and, uh, they're, they've, they've got a kid on the way that, um, you know, racist people out there right now are claiming that, that baby is racist and that baby is a colonizer and that baby is evil just because it's white. You know, that's the, that's the world that we're bringing up our children in. I've got two kids, um, both white, both Irish, Scottish, um, and people hate them, you know? And by the way, I don't give a fuck if you hate my kids. I don't give a fuck if you hate me. I, I don't care. Don't try to fucking hurt them. 
don't try and fucking say shit to them um, and get them to feel bad about themselves because now it's a, it's a whole different ball game. Now I'm coming to uh, fight, you know, and I'm not talking about fighting with words. Now I'm coming to fight physically. You fucking hurt my kids and it's game on. <laughs> well, they like hurting kids. They sure do. Yeah, that Democrat party, man, they really fucking, they really want to ruin innocence, don't they? <clears throat> man, this, uh, I, I can't fathom what they're planning. Well, I think if we look at 1984 and Animal Farm and the Protocols of the Wise Men of Zion or the Elders of Zion, whichever uh, title you get, um, I think that's a pretty good understanding of where things are headed, you know. Um, man, yeah, one day I'm going to have to redo all those together in kind of a little bit better of a format. But um, it's, it's scary, man, you know, where we're headed. However, not that I have any hope in it because I'm Darth Maul pilled. Uh, we do have the midterms coming up. And maybe Michael Malice was right. Maybe uh, Dave Smith was right. And the rest of the anarcho-capitalists and uh, good libertarians um, that letting the uh, enemy run things for a minute and um, – Everybody getting fed up with their shit might have been a good thing because, like I said, you got the midterms coming up. What I do worry about is, okay, let's say that the Republicans went out. There's a red tidal wave, and they take all of these uh, these positions in the Senate and the Congress, and they neuter Joe Biden. Well, time out. Let me roll back a little bit. What I worry is that you get a whole bunch of rhinos that get in there. And they're just the same as the Democrats, only this time now they have, you know, the Trump supporters and people like that on their side, not knowing that these people are just fucking wolves in sheep clothing, you know, and they're not all majoritarily green and um, people like her. Rather, they're people like uh, what's the dude with the one eye? Um, Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Yeah. Crenshaw is I don't believe he's a good dude. I think he is a fucking rhino. Um, I don't like his stances on a many a thing. I think he agrees and looks to reach over the aisle too often to be a, a, a genuine uh, patriot. Um, man, I've seen some shit that he said, and it's like, ooh. So hopefully we don't get more people like him in. I'd like to see more people like, like I said, like Majority Taylor Green, who ended up, and it, I, I know I always fuck up her name, but she uh, went on Infowars yesterday and the day before. Talked with Alex Jones and shit. I thought that was great. So she she don't give a fuck, dude. She's coming for blood, man. She's she has a um, intent to uh, call out the government and all its all its failures and uh, all its intent to undermine the American way of life. And uh, she intends to call them out and and bring us back to uh to greatness i really do enjoy her <clears throat> so or the dominion voting machines can uh show us how much we really love the democrats yeah 
But see, that's what I was talking about, man. I'm going into this. I'm going from here on out. I'm going into all of this government shit uh, thinking we're we're, we're going to lose, you know, I, just because of what's happened. And I don't like doing that. It's not like I want to do it, but I'm doing it because, you know, expecting the worst and um, being surprised by good shit feels better. I guess it, it mm-hmm. yeah. you don't get your hopes up or something. It's been working recently. Yeah. Yeah, because all the good shit that's coming out is is real nice. <clears throat> so, but I don't know, man. You know, I don't know where we're where we're necessarily going to go. All I can say is to try to prepare yourselves as best as you can for uh, for the worst, and um, be surprised by the best. I know that's not how that saying goes, and I'm failing to come up with with the phrase of how it does go, <laughs> but. Uh, We'll see. And hopefully, um, I mean, really, truly, the hope is, is that like that I won't have anything to talk about. You know what I mean? Like everything works out great. And I don't have much to talk about other than to celebrate the victories. Um, but sadly, I don't think it's going to go that way. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if I can fucking download this truth truth social net uh app and finally sign up for it because it sure is shit we do it on uh, safari but i don't know we'll see all right brother i think i've ran out of things to talk about yourself i'm good <laughs> well um we'll have to do this again in a couple days this time and thank you for keeping on me and please uh please please do an it's uh you're definitely working it harder than i am so um i appreciate it i appreciate your help and uh, being on here with me man you want to plug yourself uh you can get a hold of me at uh nuclear knucklehead at yahoo.com that'll do it excellent you can I'm also good. find me on facebook um you can find me at the weapon book.com that's the weapon book.com find me on any social networking platform other than Twitter, definitely spend, suspended from there indefinitely. Um, until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal. Later, brother. Later. <laughs>